Welcome, everyone, to episode 259 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Eric. Will. Corey. Today's topic is our 2016 mid-year recap. Uh, we're going to go over some of our favorite games that came out this year, uh, recover, and probably talk a little bit about each one. Um, I don't know. I, I personally picked five of my favorite games that came out this year. I don't know how many uh, everyone else picked. but uh, I got five and some honorable mentions. Honorable mentions. I should have done honorable mentions. I always forget that. But, yeah, that's going to be our main topic. Uh, anyone have anything want to tease for later on in the episode? Brief, very brief impressions of Inside since okay. that's our episode next week. Yep, we will be doing a, an episode on Inside, a full episode yep. uh, next week. Uh, Doom, Doom as well, and Uncharted 4. Uh-huh. That's what I played this week. Okay. Corey? Final Fantasy Brave Exvius. Mm-hmm. I played oh. a good amount of. Check that on mine as well. It, All right. I played a little and, bit of that uh, also. That's the only new thing. I also played a little bit of that. Will, what do you got? Uh, nothing new, Dan. Nope. Excuse me. Nothing new. Okay. Nope. Sounds good. Uh, well, Will, we'll start with you. To your Ooh, me. Yeah, one of your one of your favorite games of 2016 so far. All right. So I did what Eric did. I kind of broke it down into five in no particular order uh, and have some honorable mentions. So the first one I'll say is Fire Emblem Fates. Um, Me and Dan have talked about this game for months, I would say, Uh (laughs) much to some people's chagrin. But uh, this is probably one of my favorite like Japanese role playing games that I've played in a very long time. Everything about it is awesome. Uh huh. Yes, Corey? Huh? Oh, no, we were just acknowledging that it's to our chagrin. <laughs> oh, We're the cool. chagriners. That's all right. Whatever. <laughs> it's happened in the past. Doesn't matter. Yeah, so, yeah, Fire Emblem Birthright. Or, not Birthright, Fates. I don't have a one that I liked the most. I would. I think they all had their pro, pros and cons. I also had but. Fire Emblem Fates on mine. Uh, specifically Conquest, because it's the only one I finished. I'm, like, uh-huh. maybe halfway through... Uh, Birthright, which I'm also really enjoying, but I think I, I prefer Conquest a little bit more, at least to this point, only because of the uh, the, the urgency of it all, I guess, where in mm-hmm. Birthright you're kind of allowed to go at your own pace and, and level up your units, which is, is, is good in its own way, but I think uh, with Conquest it was a little more challenging, I guess, even though I didn't have units die. I still chose to have them be lost for the battle if they died, so I uh, made some pretty for some pretty difficult uh battles. You know. Some of those battles towards the end were so hard. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Like I said, especially if you lose a couple of units, if you're careless with a unit or two and they happen to be your best unit or units that work together in tandem. Yep. Made it pretty tough, so Yep. Yeah, my mages would just get torn apart. Yeah. So, yeah, that's also on my list, Will. All right, Corey, what do you got? Just for the record, I had Fire Emblem in my uh, Worthy of Conversation. Okay. More or less honorable mentions. Mm-hmm. I'll go with The Witness. Witness. Jonathan Blow's recent masterpiece. I'll second that. When did that come out? End of January, I believe? Yes, sir. Yeah. Correct. Uh, that was, that game was awesome, and I had a, a hard start to it, 
and then I really got into it, and then when I got to the end and they turned the puzzles up to 11, I said to myself, self, you're wasting your time. So I stopped playing it because it just got ridiculous, and I was so close to the end, and the puzzles were just too hard to the point of not being fun. I got the same the same experience almost exactly, Corey. Uh, it's it's probably one of the games that sucked me in the most from the outset, and that like I just it's one of those games I couldn't stop thinking about when I wasn't playing it. Um, but I also got to a point much earlier on in the game where I couldn't figure shit out, and I said the same thing. I said, "Why well, I'm sitting here wasting my time?" Yep. But nonetheless, I really appreciate that game, and I think it's. I actually did number mine. Did anybody number yours? No. Not in order, no. Do you want me to do an order? Or yeah, no, nah. Not necessarily. Okay. I don't. Well, yeah, you I don't. we'll save it for uh, Thummies. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, awesome game. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, the first one I put on my list was Darkest Dungeon. Um, I really appreciate it. Specifically, uh, the art style is what, what drew me in initially, but uh, after that, it was the the unique brand of darkest dungeons uh strategy rpg gameplay with adding the the psychosis and having you know permanent effects on your characters uh, i really liked all the uh the the placement of your troops and how that was important and uh uh party cohesion was also very important uh there was really a lot of elements uh in the game that that really made it uh intriguing to me uh it does get a little grindy and i will give give people that um especially if you uh, have a total party wipeout that lose that you lose some of your some of your better soldiers. Uh, could take a while to make those back up, but uh, yeah, I really did love Darkest Dungeon. I'll go back I to it at some my point. honorable mentions. Too. Okay, yeah, and I had it in my in my top five. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though I was one of the people who was really annoyed by the grindy stuff, especially sure. uh, mid slash late game, because you get to the point where you level up your dudes. They're not quite powerful enough. Yeah, to, to take the next level. The intermediate dungeons. And the only way to get more items and things that you need to be more powerful is to start back at the beginning and just kick out your experienced characters that you've been spending so much time with to bring in fresh blood. Yeah. It's kind of frustrating. You're, like, punished for having fresh blood that a lot of times you're just sending into the meat grinder. <clears throat> yeah. So I did have some some issues with the core design of Darkest Dungeon, and I do kind of follow the development of it. I don't think they've done anything to specifically address those things. No, they, I do know they added town events. Yep, yeah, I was just going to say a that. bunch of town events to the game. So maybe that makes up for it. You know, maybe you can advance without having to do the character uh, cycle thing. But uh, for me, it's mostly just the style. Mm-hmm. Opulent Imperium. Yeah, very very stylistic. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Will, next game on your list. Um, Next one I'll do is Uncharted 4. This was my very first Uncharted, so I had not played any of the other ones. Uh, and let me tell you, I didn't think I would like this game at all and was not excited for it in the slightest, but, man, what a game this ended up being for me. Just everything about it, the over-the-top action was just like... Like, Eric, there was that one scene where Nathan was, like, being chased or in that vehicle in, mm-hmm. 
forgot what place it was, but like he was in the vehicle and then like he was flying through the air, holding onto the rope and like dodging the stuff on the bridge. Like oh. all, all that stuff was so cool and fun and just like the over the topness of the game was just so, I don't know, awesome. And it's just like the pirate stuff with that story was so cool to like try and hunt Avery's treasure. Um, Uncharted 4 was also on my list. Um, I don't know how much you want me to talk about it now since it's in what I played. But it's up yeah, to you. It doesn't matter. I didn't like it as much as Will did. But I also think it's been a fairly shitty game or shitty year for games so far. So it made my top five. Uh-huh. And I'll talk more about it later. Okay. Sounds hateful. good. Not hateful. Just not. It's it's an Uncharted game. But you never played one. Yeah, true. So I could see why it's new to you. Mm-hmm. To Will, it's charted. Charted, bro. <laughs> no, to me, it's charted. Mm. To Will, it's uncharted. Right. There you go. Good it's point. charted four. Mm-hmm. Okay. Corey? I will go with Firewatch as one of my picks. A game that spoke personally to me, which I think is uh, maybe not the case for a lot of people. And I can see that. What was the Cliff Blazinski quote? Yeah. Hipster something? He's not hipster enough to play or something like that. Yeah. Not hipster enough to get it. <laughs> Which is fine. I know. I realize it's not a game for everybody. But uh, I think in terms of walking simulators, which it is more or less, it's the best. And a lot of that has to do with how they eliminated the most boring. Well, not eliminated it. You still do a lot of walking. But they accompany the walking with another individual who's talking to you through the walkie-talkie the whole time. And it's fun to see their relationship grow in the humor they have between the uh, the two park rangers is, is pretty good. Yeah. I think the ending, too, is a little bit uh, metaphorical for a lot of things in life. Yeah, I, a lot of people didn't like the ending the way the way the way. It, I'm not going to get into specifics about it, but a lot of people mm-hmm. didn't like it. But I th- I thought it was good and and metaphorically me- metaphorical for a lot of a lot of things that that happen in life, you know. And yeah, it's book. It's definitely bookended by these emotional things. I know a lot of people had issues with the beginning because they set up this big emotional. You you find out at the beginning that your wife has early onset. Uh, amnesia, not amnesia. Dementia. Dementia. Um, so right away, you know, they they set up that your character is is dealing with some stuff, and a lot of people said it was a waste because they never addressed that stuff again. But for me, you know, that kind of just sets the stage for your character mm-hmm. uh, and gives you an idea of their background. You know, it's not meant to be what the story is about. Right. So. Okay. It's just good stuff, and there's, there's. I, I still say that there are bits in that game that, for me, will go down as like classic gaming scenes. Uh-huh. The bit at the at the in the beginning when you go to the, the little pond and the girls are swimming and yeah. you're yelling at them and yep. they're just making you feel like garbage. Yeah, absolutely. Like that, that's gonna go down as a classic game. I I really you? think so. Yeah. Really. Like I'll always remember that about that game. Wow. There's I also had Firewatch, too. Corey. By the way. You did, yeah, yeah. It w- I didn't put it on my list. It was uh, it was one that could easily have made my list. Uh, it would probably be on my. I thought for mentions. sure you'd have it, Dan. Yeah, I, I, I 
kind of wanted to pick maybe uh, there's one game on there specifically that I thought I was probably the only one that picked um, that I wanted to give some credit to, which we'll get into later. So I I picked the that game over the witness. So, but the witness could have been on my list. Honorable mention. What? The witness? Yeah. Hmm. I'm the one that I own it. You played mine. Uh, I Corey, that's so funny. I have no recollection of Dan playing the witness. Me neither. I just I, I feel like I remember us telling him how much he'd like it. Yeah. But I don't ever remember you playing it. I don't you remember I was playing it when I was playing XCOM two and I talked about how it was the perfect uh antidote to XCOM two and how stressful XCOM two was and this was kinda relaxing that I could sit back and play. I have literally no <laughs> recollection of yeah. you playing that game. I played I you played Firewatch with XCOM. Yeah, it was Firewatch. What did I say? The Witness. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Firewatch. I thought we were talking about The Witness this whole time. No, Fi- I meant Firewatch. <laughs> okay. okay, that explains it. Did I say The Witness? You did. Yeah. Okay, I got confused. Oh, that's good. I'm glad we cleared that up because I felt kind of bad. No. Yeah, I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> when did this take place? I've been out in the sun all day, hence the brain fart. Okay. Uh, where were we? Firewatch. Yeah, it could have been on my list. Okay. Uh, Eric, what do you got next? Oh, shoot, Dan, let's go with, uh... Fuck, Ratchet and Clank. Ratchet and Clank. That's a slam dunk pick. Will, please tell me you had that on your list. I do. boy. Just what a fun game. I mean, we've talked about it quite a bit on here. It's just... It's nothing but pure fun and entertainment, and it's just one of those games you sit down and play, and all of a sudden six hours has gone by, and you've had nothing but a good time. And the guns were so creative, and it, it was the first time I'd ever played it, so I was, it was all brand new to me, which I think probably helps. It, it, the same way that Uncharted 4, it was helped with Will, because it was the first time he'd ever played an Uncharted game. Um, but yeah, I, I really couldn't say enough good things about Ratchet & Clank. Remaster. Uh-huh. Re- reboot, what have you? Will, anything else to yeah. add? Yeah, what a game! It just as Eric said, just all the different guns and like how you can use them in combination with each other to take on uh, groups of enemies, and how like when you use the Groovatron and how it makes literally everything dance, even the bosses is really awesome. Uh, there's just so many little touches to the game; it makes it amazing. And on top of how it looks, it looks amazing. Oh God, yeah. Like you know, like I think it's, movie. it's the perfect game if you're in a gaming funk, I feel like. Yep. You know? It's yeah. not too serious. It's not hard. You're just going to have a good time and hopefully it gets you back into the swing. Yeah, it's not too long, so. Yeah. It doesn't ever feel like a slog to play. Never. It. Not once. Okay. Uh, next on my list, Stardew Valley. Um, Stardew Valley is probably going to be the biggest bargain for me this year, considering how many hours I put into it, and it was only only fifteen dollars. Uh, it's another game, very relaxing, uh, which is in stark contrast to a lot of the other games I've I've played uh, this year. So that's a good thing. Uh, it harkens back to the old Harvest Moon days, obviously. Um, but but the one of the things, and, and me and Corey talked about this, uh, Will too. Uh, Eric didn't didn't play as much, right? Stardew Valley. I put a good chunk of time in. Did you? He hated it. No, I didn't hate it. I didn't think it was as good as you guys did. Uh, it definitely but, made my honorable mentions. Gotcha. 
Uh, but it, the one of the interesting things about it is all the all the different characters and their their stories and their backgrounds. Uh, I think that's that's a lot more well done than even in the the original Harvest Moon game, which I, in my opinion, is the is the best Harvest Moon. So well, that's a, I think that's part of what makes Stardew Valley so good is it's you have to make the comparison to Harvest Moon, and yeah. this just blows it out of the water. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because some of the characters have like dark things that happened in their past and some of them are, are kind of shady characters and you know yep. they've, they've got a lot going on they're all very all very multifaceted characters instead of just uh cookie cutter jrpg type characters you know so yeah dan i also had stardew valley mm-hmm. i mean let's just claim it as game of the year right now <laughs> let's crown it right now we can yeah. just skip the thummies yeah. Eric yeah. can't make it anyway so i'd like to skip the thummies if that's what we're gonna do <laughs> It, that'd be two shit years in a row, boys. What do you say? Corey and I haven't planned it yet, so yeah, Will and I have included. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you, you may not have to. Yeah, sounds like we don't. It may happen on its own organically. And there's plenty, plenty of games to come yet, boys. That's true. Yeah, That's we're, true. We're only slightly over halfway. So, Corey, what game would get everybody the angriest? Uh. That's a good question. The division. Overwatch. <laughs> Overwatch. Yeah. You know what? We found it. That's on, I might. That's I might on, quit that, if uh, Overwatch wins. That's on me and Will. Then we have to we have to collude together to get Overwatch. And then Corey and I will have to collude for something else. Yeah. <laughs> and it's a stalemate. Yep. All right. Next game on your list, Will. Yeah. All my games have been listed. Do you want me to do an honorable mention? Oh, yeah. Yeah, if all your games are gone. Uh, Overwatch. Overwatch has room to get into the top five. I just haven't played it in a while because nobody wants to play with me anymore. Well, we talked about this last week about you texting me when you want to play. Yeah, I haven't gotten a text since then. Yeah, I texted you. No, you didn't. You're right. (laughs) Although, I've been really busy this last week, so I haven't gotten really a chance. I don't think I played anything, so... Well, I had Overwatch in my honorable mentions, too. Um, I just, I really like the team shooter gameplay. Uh, Tracer is one of my favorite characters to play in video games because it's just her, like, time traveling, or, or, yeah, time travel, like, teleporting ability. Blink is so cool. And, like, you can kind of mess with the slower characters, like tanks and whatnot, which is, like, up my alley. Uh, it's just a ton of fun, and all the characters are pretty different. And have some pretty cool abilities, and I just really like it and the tactical elements to it. Yeah, I don't know. It's uh, I still don't think it's a very good game, but I've had some fun with it, and there are some things I like about it. So I I had to put it on my honorable mentions at the very least because I did have some fun with it. I did too. I had it in the same place, and I can definitely see the appeal. It's just for me, no thanks. Yeah, agreed. Uh huh. Okay. Corey, we got next? Uh, I'm going to go with Dark Souls 3. That came out this year, right? Ditto. It did. And just thought crossed my mind that maybe it didn't. And uh, I, I struggled with having this one on there in lieu of some other ones because I was trying to think back to, like, the best moments in Dark Souls 3. And honestly, I can remember a lot more moments in Dark Souls 1 
that stand out in my head than like the moments in Dark Souls three. We said it at the time. Dark Souls is kind of like a greatest. Dark Souls three is kind of like a greatest hits of of the Dark Souls series, and it just takes uh, the bits that made those games and Bloodborne so good and kind of combines them into one mm-hmm. one fun little package. But uh, not for for me, not as memorable. And like I said, you know, you can only have your first piece of pizza once. You can only have your first. And I think I argued with you when you when you compared pizza to that once. (laughs) Why pizza gets better the more you eat it. Pizza never gets old. Dark Souls got old. Fair enough. I don't know if Dark Souls. I don't think could could ever get old for me as long as they stick with the you know. The formula. Yeah, I don't know if that's the right the right description. It probably didn't get old, but you know where I was at. Yeah, I, it's 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 kind of the same thing I'm trying to express. It's, it's that like the wonder and excitement of it for the first time is unlike anything. You know, you'll never have that that again. You'll never have a first time again. Sure. Right. It's Dark Souls three is uh the most refined of the of the the Dark Souls games. You know. Yeah, uh, they've got the mechanics all down and and all the janky, glitchy things for the most part ironed out. You know. Yep. But for I, me, like when I was thinking about memorable moments, my favorite moment is when I was doing the PvP, and I'd put the stealth ring on so they couldn't see you as long as you didn't move, and then I'd stand up on the rafters in that one area with the, the armored knights. Yeah. With the great bow. Is it the Dragon Slayer Great Bow or something like yeah. that? The huge one. And then uh, once they'd get up there and while they were standing in the middle of it trying to figure out which way they wanted to go, I'd uh, fire an arrow at them and off the rafters they'd go. Nice. It's very rewarding. <laughs> I also had Dark Souls 3 on my list, Corey. Nice. I had a blast with it. Had some great moments, had some heartbreaking moments, but it was a great game. I don't think you can do combat too much better than than Dark Souls, at least for an action RPG type of thing. Yeah, yeah, pretty darn good. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you guys had it. I obviously couldn't because I only played an hour of it or whatever it was. But mm-hmm. uh, I'm sure I would have liked it if I kept going. I just I didn't have it in me this round. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. All right, Eric. Next game on your list. Yeah. Let's go to uh, let's go to Doom, which Doom. I started this week. Yeah, uh, I probably put about three hours into it. Um, it's another one. Just it's not like Ratchet and Clank, but it's it's just a really good time. Like over the top. It's just way more fucked up and gruesome, which is awesome. Um, I don't know. It's it's just a really good time. It's it's kind of difficult, which. But it's it's a difficult I can deal with. Not like a Dark Souls where I feel like I have to put so much time into it. But I really like the system that they have in place uh, where you get your health by doing the um, glory kills. Uh-huh. It forces you to do that, and it's it's really fun because you got to get right in the thick of things to do that. And it's not how I usually play a shooter. I usually kind of lay back, but you can't do that in Doom. Yeah. So um, it's been a cool experience so far. Really like it. Uh-huh. So I nominate Doom. Doom. Did anyone else have Doom? I think Will's the only one that played Doom other than Eric. I have it in my honorable mention. Okay. Uh, Basically, all of the Ratchet and Clank reasons just apply it to Doom. Okay. 
in a more fucked up and gruesome way. <laughs> yes, and not. It looks like a Pixar movie. By the way, the music's awesome in Doom. Yeah, it, it fits the game awesome. so well. Shitty heavy heavy metal. Movie. <laughs> it's a nice package. <laughs> oh yeah, it's a great package. That's one I hope to get to by the end of the year. I hope you do, Ho- Dan. Hopefully, I can it's, find a it's sale. Really fun. Good stuff. Nice. Okay. Uh, last game on my list. The Division. Probably... I had an honorable mentions. Okay. Uh, I really like The Division. I think they did a lot of things well. Um, world crafting, one of them. Um, I really like, once I got used to the combat system, the, the mechanics of it, the cover system, I ended up really liking it. It took me a little while to get used to having the space bar go from cover to cover. That was a little a little bit weird uh, and different than anything I had played. Um, I really liked that. Yeah. The space bar. I yep. thought it was, it was nice. Once I got the hang of it, I started to really like it. Um, but I think the, the Division did a lot of things well. Uh, it's unfortunate that the Dark Zone thing never really worked out because of all the cheating, because I think that could have been neat. Um, but I had fun with the one or two times I was in the, in the Dark Zone. Uh, it was nerve-wracking, but... Yeah, I think they did a lot of things well. I think the Division Two, uh, it's one of those games that you know the 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 starting game had a lot of promising ideas, but they'll refine everything even more for the second game. So that's what I'm hoping is the case. Um, but yeah, Division. I also had the Division in my five, Dan. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm with you. The like you said, the world crafting I think is is the best best example of why this game's on my list. Yeah, because like I said at the time. It feels like every room is deliberate. And even in the Dark Zone, it's too often you play like these shooters and they design their maps in the name of fairness. Uh, whereas the Division, it just feels like you're in an office, you know, yeah. or you're in a factory or you're in a lumberyard. You know, there's no I mean, I, maybe they did pay attention to that aspect of it. But if they did, then they did it really well because it doesn't show. Yeah, it's really quite, subtle quite if, if they yeah. were maps, quote-unquote, you know? Right. But, every, mm-hmm. like, the user interface was was great for me. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Just a lot of a lot of different things going on that they did well. And, and it's one of those games, like you said, it's unfortunate the way the Dark Zone worked out because that's pretty much the reason I stopped playing it. Yeah. It was around the time things started getting janky in the Dark Zone because that was – a lot of the late game stuff. Yep. That was the end game basically. I think yeah. the other stuff that they're trying to do now is in response to the dark zone like not really panning out. Right. So. I mean they added the quote unquote raids but that just turned out to be horde mode. Although I don't know what happened with the underground stuff. I don't know if that worked out at all. I haven't really read anything about it. I don't know. I haven't really heard which probably isn't a good sign. Yeah. Yeah, that could be. <laughs> I probably will never play it again, but I did enjoy. I uh, beat it, and I did enjoy my my time with it. So. Yeah, one of my favorite gaming moments this year was going through the sewers and coming up into uh, was it Times Square area with you guys? It yeah, was snowing and yep. Oh, that's great. We were feeting. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know, now that we're talking about it, I almost could have put it on my top five. Because yeah. I did have a lot of good times with it. Yeah, and that's the thing; it's one of those games that, yeah, it has issues, but there's just there's just qualities to it that, like, it was really good for a good twenty thirty hours. Yeah. 
it was just after that. It just dropped off a fucking cliff. <laughs> yeah, I think the. Uh, I wish I had the exact hours, but I want to say the because I did the main campaign and did did most of the collectibles. I want to say it took me like forty five or fifty hours, maybe. It's a good long game. Yeah, and that's like I said, with very little of the PvP. So it's a good chunk. It was a lot more than I thought. So a lot of people said that they were running through the main story in like eighteen hours or something. I'm like, oh great, that's, that's short, but. Yeah. Okay. You guys left me behind. We did. That we did. Uh, anyone... Better about it. Did we cover everyone's games? Corey, did, did you have another game? That was it for my five. I've, I have a couple honorable mentions we didn't talk about. Okay, Eric. Did I have we, one more. Do, I was going to say, did we, did we get your last game, Eric? Yep, I got one more. Uh, another one I played this week. Inside. Inside. Um. Uh, for Xbox, out on Xbox One, and I think, was it come out tomorrow on PC? Yeah. Yep. Tomorrow being Thursday the 7th. Mm-hmm. Um, Inside is fucking amazing. Nice. And I can't really talk more about it since we're doing our episode on it next week. How long, did, did, did you beat it? Oh, yeah. That's a one sitting, that's Love a that. one sitting game. Okay, so it's short, so we should all be able three to have. And a half, three and a half, four hours. Okay, so we should all be able to have it beaten by next week. Yeah, and, and don't do it in two sitting. If you don't have that time to play it, don't play it. Okay. Wait. Perfect. Good to know. Are you buying it tomorrow, Dan? Uh, Yeah, most likely. Because I have time to play it tomorrow. Yeah, I, it probably won't launch until 1, though. A.M.? No, 1 p.m. That's when they do the, the, oh, the store reset. I won't get home from work till like three. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I'll buy it tomorrow. And then I'll have it beaten by the time you can get on and play. <laughs> yeah, that works for me. I hope you guys like it. I'm sure I will. I'm not worried about you, Dan. Oh, okay, you were. Oh, think you'll like it. the wild card. You wild about... card, Corey. That you never really know. That's gotcha. not fair. Just never know. Didn't we recently agree that Dan's starting to be more of the wild card? Am yeah, we? What game was it? Overwatch. 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 It's not the only one, though. There, there's one of those games every once in a while that I like. Like, uh, we talked about Titanfall. Not a game you would normally think I like, but I, I did really like it. Well, I believe I was the biggest Limbo proponent. Yeah. If that and I didn't like Limbo. So maybe I'll hate Inside. <laughs> I hope you do. I hope you don't. No, I don't. I don't think I will. Uh, so it sounds like it's up my alley. So, okay, I added your game to the list, Eric. Oh, good. You oh. may, you know what? Throw Uncharted Four on there too, because I beat that as well. Well done, sir. While you got the list handy, I can do that. Okay. Uh, any other thoughts? We want to have any other uh, discussions on our favorite games of 2016 so far? Yeah, I got a couple more honorable mentions. Oh yeah, that's right. Go ahead. Hyperlight Drifter. I was gonna put that on there. I was really close. I didn't want my my list to be all indie games though, like like hipstery yeah. indie, indie games. Yeah. Uh, the Flame and the Flood, which is a game I know you guys didn't play, but it's a survival game that I really enjoyed. Where you're on a raft in a post-apocalyptic flooded world. Uh-huh. You're kind of stopping in on islands and stuff and picking up crafting supplies. Um, it's one of those games that I hit a brick wall in and just stopped playing and probably won't go back to. But that's been almost every game i've played this year uh-huh. yeah same it's sort of been a, a different year for me and I, I think i said at the beginning like i'm not gonna i'm not gonna force myself to beat games anymore i'm just gonna play them until i hit that wall and then move on to something new 
Uh-huh. Uh, I also had Hitman, which a game I didn't even play, but it sounds like a lot of people really liked Hitman. Did the first one come out this year? The first episode? Oh, that's a good question. I don't December, know. I don't think it did. December of last year. Oh, it yeah. did. That's why I didn't put it on mine. It'll be mm-hmm. it'll be eligible for result or uh, for awards if if they complete all the episodes this year. So when it's a complete game, is Which that I how think, we've done it? Yeah, that's how we've done it with Telltale Games. Okay. Okay. So it, nice. w- it will be a 2016 release if all of it finishes by the end of this year. Uh, I also had Salt and Sanctuary on my list of honorable mentions a game I still plan on getting back to after I screwed it up by picking the chef I didn't play (laughs) enough of it but I'm sure that if I played more I'd probably agree with you yeah and you did you have XCOM on your list Dan no I considered that if it wasn't for all the bugs and jank like I literally had to stop playing it for about a month for them to patch it so I could finish it that that I mean I really enjoyed the game, but that alone is made it so it wouldn't be in my top five. Gotcha. Okay. Well, like I said, my my list was more. This list was less honorable mentions specific to me and more games that I thought would be worthy of the conversation. Even though I really didn't like XCOM two very much. Right. So. Okay. That's it. Will anything else? I have add? nothing. Eric, anything else to add? I had one more game on my honorable mentions, and that was Alien Nation on PS4. I had a really good time with that game with uh, my cousin Jared. We played it, like, all day one day, and uh, that was fun. Uh The difficulty spike on the last boss really fucked that game for me, though. Really fucked it, because now I don't want to play it again. Sure. But uh, it was really good up until that point. Did you guys end up winning? Or no? Mm -mm. No? No, Man. it's super difficult. Mm. There's three bosses, and you have to beat them all in one shot. Okay. And if you play the game, you'd understand why that's really not. I mean, you can go back and, and replay other missions to level up and things like that, but eh. yeah, I just wanted to beat it, you know? Yeah, sure. So, Okay. Shall we get into Nimble Bits? Sure. All right. Uh, Will, we'll start with you, Nimble Bits. Ooh. So... It looks like Overwatch's next hero is going to be a sniping support hero. Um, Blizzard tweeted out a teaser, and it was a picture of a sniper rifle. Um, and it was, like, case-sensitive material is how they put it out in the tweet. And it's a sniper rifle and, like, how it works and healing and stuff like that. So I'm wondering how quickly this new hero is going to be put into the game if they're feeling comfortable to uh, tease it already. Um, it's been a while, too, that people have known about uh, the sniping support hero. Yeah. Pretty much since the game came out, people were talking about... Well, they wanted a new sniper, and they wanted yep. a new support, because the two least pay- played characters are Zenyatta and Symmetra, yep. who are two support characters. So really the only people that play support consistently are playing usually as Mercy or Lucio. Lucio. So... Yeah, so people are trying or really wanted more support heroes because I think everybody else has at least five to six per yeah. class. Yeah, uh, and they have four, uh-huh. which and two I feel the, like two support th- always gets shafted upon. Yeah, well, it's probably not... hard to do right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, which is one again one of the reasons why I like Lucio so much because uh, he passively heals. Yep, and you can shoot. You know. 
Yeah, so you don't have to really be focused on the healing. Right, you just kind of have to stay near your team a little bit as you're shooting the other the bad guys, so to speak. Uh, my, my next one is that Gul'dan and Ariel are confirmed for Heroes of the Storm. I'm pretty sure Gul'dan I said a few weeks ago, but that's not who I really care about being put in the game. It's actually Ariel, and I remember when me and Eric and all of us played Heroes of the Storm a lot, that I said that this was the one hero that I wanted to be put into the game, uh, and finally they're putting her in. She's going to be... She's the angel in Diablo 3 of hope that you end up saving uh, in the last act, and she's going to be a support hero, which Heroes of the Storm needs more support because it's... The last one was Lieutenant Morales, and that was like over a year ago, I want to say. Um, so I'm really excited for that. And she looks awesome, mind you. Nice. Any in- any interest, Eric, to playing ever again? Yeah, but yeah. I'm never going to play by myself. If you text me, I'll play with you. So probably not going to happen. <laughs> I've actually been complaining about nobody playing Heroes or Overwatch with me, but I've also done nothing to ask anybody. If you text me and I am available, I will play. Okay. We'll try to set up a Heroes of the Storm. We'll try to get more than two people to play. Because I like to have at least three people, like a three-man team. Yeah. So we can we can fight with the trolls and be have the numbers to fight them. <laughs> and my last one is Activision had a prototype for Call of Duty set in ancient Rome. Did any of you guys see the video? No. It, go ahead. It looked real bad. Did it? Oh, really? I'm not surprised. Oh, the, that's a cool time period, but it doesn't really fit with Call of Duty. You know, no, that's true. It actually are you using bow? It will. Here's what happened. It got sent all the way up to the uh, where was it? Might have been the president of Activision. Uh, I'm trying to find it in the article where it says, yeah, up to Activision president, uh, who said he really liked it but had concerns about it using the Call of Duty branding. Yeah, and then nothing ever came of it from then. But I guess the once the Maybe some assets it said was used in Crytek's Rise, Son of Rome. Oh. Hmm. One sec. Let me see. Uh, no, okay. The article said that they were validated when they saw that Rise, of, uh, Rise Son of Rome got uh, success. So that people would play that type of game. Yeah. It's a, it look- it's an underutilized time period in games. There's some Definitely strategy is. games set in there, but I would love to see, like... Uh, you know, more more RPG type of stuff set in, in ancient Rome. And the reason why I say it looks bad is it's uh, a prototype. Right. It just looks really rough around the edges. I don't know what it would what, look like a, as a complete game. It was eight years old, by the way. Well, what are you doing it? Like, are, do you have a sword or are you using you a bow? Sword, bow, javelin. Okay. So it's like... It's, it's like Destructoid. It's like Far so. Cry Primal, kind of. Yeah, but it's third person you gotta watch the animation i will really really bad i'll watch it later it's really entertaining to watch it but that's it for me for nibble bits okay Corey. yeah we got i got a couple the um all microsoft published games will now be xbox play anywhere we sort of knew this was coming but they uh made it official 
And uh, on the Windows blog, just to be specific, they said every new title published from Microsoft Studios will support Xbox Play Anywhere and will be easily accessible in the Windows Store. So ReCore is the first game to come out. Uh, I looked at some of the other ones I would be interested in playing when Will and Eric buy them for me on <laughs> Play Anywhere. Uh, Forza, it, Forza, Gears, Cuphead, Sea of Thieves, Halo Wars 2, We Happy Few. Uh-huh. So when you guys we, buy those... We Happy Few will be on Steam, though. But I'm not paying for it. Oh, I'm paying for it. Oh, okay. You guys don't have to get We Happy Few. <laughs> well, they're going to get it anyway, probably, right? I'm going to get it regardless. Yeah. yeah. So you'll have two different places you could you could potentially play it. But now you don't need an Xbox. Nope. I don't. I wonder how that all works. If that, like... Because, you know, you guys have the, the shared account. If you can both play it on Xbox and both play it on PC. I have no idea. That will be interesting to find out. Yeah. We'll report back on that when we find out for yeah. sure. Family share. Family share. If you will. Uh-huh. Okay. Go ahead, Would that, I want to talk about this a little more. Would this affect your guys' decision to buy an Xbox? Mm. I I mean, That's a good question. Yeah, uh, the likelihood of me getting back into the console game slim as it no, is. No, I know. But I would like, say, pro- say I would... at this point you had you were going to. Yeah. Would you now pick PS4 because you can get all Microsoft published games on PC? <sighs> Probably not because I really dislike the the way the store is utilized on PC. So it's yes, ha- if oh the Windows Store, yeah, okay, um, oh I see. But having having the ability to to play it on PC if need be, if I already own it on Xbox, is is a bonus rather than just buying it, you know, for the Windows Store. Does huh. that make sense? Yeah, I'm surprised though. Yeah. Well, I mean, a part part of the reason I'm I'm reluctant to get a PS4 is because I already had one. You know, buying no, no, buying one twice. That, I, I'm just saying, like, now with this news, yeah, it just really doesn't make sense to me as you guys being PC gamers as it is. Yeah. Why would you ever buy an Xbox? Yeah. And, unless you wanted to hook your TV up to it. Right. Which I can do for my computer pretty easily. Right. <laughs> and part, a lot of it, too, is the the yearly cost for Xbox Live and, and PS Plus. Mm. Sure. That's another, you know, that's a full premium indie game price, and I'm on a tight budget, so. Yeah. The 40, 50 bucks a year. It's a lot. Oh. Yeah, I, for me, that's just a really hard question to answer considering I haven't really been interested in either. Yeah. Currently, you know. So I don't, I don't know. I, 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 what it does for me in that case is a, it makes me appreciate Microsoft a little bit more because I do have the ability to play Microsoft games now. And if their goal is just to keep me in the ecosystem, it would kind of do that. Mm-hmm. You know what sucks about this? This is the first thing I thought of was last year when we had our um, most valuable console debate. Uh-huh. Yeah, I kept saying how you can't put PC into the mix yeah. with that because it's not a console. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. But I feel like this really devalues an Xbox, in my opinion. I think Microsoft would agree with you. Yeah, but I, they don't care, and I, I get why they don't care. They yeah. just want people to buy their games. Right, they have plenty of money. It doesn't matter. Yeah. So, 
I think it's, I mean, it's, it's, it's like I said, it's if, if their goal, and I think, I hope this is their goal because it would be smart is just to keep people in the ecosystem and then they can get them with the next console, you know, keep people no, I think contributing exactly- to Xbox live and getting their achievements. And when their games, when they get, when Scorpio comes out and all those games are backwards compatible, maybe because you bought them on PC, you'll be able to play them on your Scorpio, you know? Yeah. As somebody that already owns an Xbox, I think it's really cool, but, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know. That's I, they, I think they have to do that anymore. I don't think they're going to make you uh, buy keep buying games. I think people are getting pissed off about that uh, because, you know, yeah. again, one of the reasons why I like Steam so much is I can do all the upgrades on my computer I want. I build a whole new system or whatever, and my all my Steam games will be there and able to play. Yeah. yeah. Well, Whereas, Apple's been doing it longer than Steam. Whatever. Well, maybe not. For what? I just I wondered know. what you guys' thoughts were on Steam that. came out in the early 2000s. Yeah, I was trying to remember when, when the first a- iPhone came out. 2008? When apps were a thing. 2008, 2009? Mm. I had the 3G iPhone. I want to say 2007. Maybe. Because I got my first one in 2009. Was it the 3G? Yeah. Because I, I had a 3G, too. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, this is another discussion. Anywho. That's a good question, Eric. Yeah. Red Dead Redemption is officially backwards compatible via Xbox One this Friday. You that ties re- into one of mine. Go ahead. There's not much to say beyond that, so. Uh, Yeah, so <laughs> after that announcement was made... Did you guys see the sales spike on, uh, I think, I don't know if it was on Amazon or where. Yeah. I think it was on Amazon, the sales spike. Yeah, it was. Uh, for the base version of that game, went up 6,300% sales. Jeez. Last time I saw it, it was 33,000 or 30,000%. 30,000? That was the last percent. Yeah, I, I saw that, I think, right before we started oh recording. My God. Okay, so this article is from... Sometime this morning, it must be. Okay. Um, yeah, I actually am going to buy it because I've never played that game. So that's cool for me. That's the first backwards compatible game. and Probably the only one that I was, like, actually looking forward to. Yeah. Because I've never played it and I just keep hearing how great it is. But that being said, because I keep hearing how great it is, probably won't like it as much <laughs> as people did when it came out because of the hype. Yeah. Just just remember this part. Uh, the part that takes place in Mexico sucked for me. Okay. Um, hopefully you like it better than I did. <coughs> Excuse me. Pokemon Go is live. Oh, I'm downloading it right now. Thank you, Savage. Thank Chat. you, Savage. <laughs> and that'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be seeing everybody. I'm going to go. catch some Virginian Pokemon. Did you guys, I heard, uh, and I've heard this since the beta, that it's no good. I hope it depends good. on what you're what you're expecting. I think. Um, I don't know. I, it, to be, me, it seems like the consensus is that it's no good. Oh, well, it's gonna suck, but that's alright. Well, no. Uh, I read an article by Mike Fahey, who did a pretty good write up. He had a, play, played it for a week, uh, and one of the things he talked about is not necessarily even the game, but the the like all the weird things he saw in in the area that he lived that he had never never knew was there. You know, uh, yeah, all these weird no, little heard, landmarks that, and stuff. Like, that's the best thing about it. But there, right. oh, there's the music. Doo, doo, doo. 
I can't do this right now, even though I really want to. I know. <laughs> there are games that get you to do that that are much better. Sure. From what I understand. So. But they're not Pokemon, is the thing. Yeah, but apparently there's not even much Pokemon in Pokemon Go. We'll find out, won't we? I don't catch a Pikachu. I've been told so that. Pissed. Why don't you experience it for yourself first before you go shitting that, on don't it? Don't worry. Don't worry about Mike Fahey. Did I not just say how excited I was to play? <laughs> I'm gonna play. It. Corey already <laughs> hates it. It's on his biggest disappointment list. <laughs> Steamy turd. <laughs> Steamy twenty. Steamy turd twenty sixteen. Okay. Corey's done arguing. <laughs> done talking to you guys. Where? Yep. Where were we? Nilvitz. Nilvitz. Minor yeah. duh. Eric started. Oh, that's right. All right. Next one. EA Access is getting three new games this summer in the form of Need for Speed and Unravel on August 30th. Nope, I'm sorry. July 12th. And then Plants vs. Zombies Garden Warfare 2 comes August 30th. So EA Access uh, Vault keeps getting better. I'm a very big supporter of that if you yep. have an Xbox One. Yeah. Or Origin on your computer. Or Origin. Um, I'm, um, I'm going to subscribe ahead. to play Unravel, actually. Are you? For a month. It's five bucks. I'll yeah. pay yeah. five bucks and I'll play Unravel, you know, over Fantastic. the course of two days. That's, that's smart. Yeah. And you can play FIFA, too, Dan. FIFA, yep. FIFA, did that just get added not that long ago? FIFA Fairly 16? recently. Yeah. And my last little bit, the Xbox Ultimate Game Sale has kicked off and goes through next Monday the 11th. Um, I looked through everything, obviously, and the ones that I'm probably going to get are mostly backwards compatible games, actually. Um, the one that I'm going to buy for Xbox One is uh, Trackmania Turbo, is one I've had my eye on for a while. I tried the um, demo version. I really, really liked it. And that's 20 bucks if you have a gold membership. Uh, the backwards compatible games that I'm going to get are Dark Souls 1, South Park, The Stick of Truth, um, Red Dead Redemption, and I think there was one more. Looking at the list here. Eh, nope, that was it. So, but there's, I mean, there's a ton of games on there, some really good deals. Uh, if you didn't play Shadow of Mordor, that's $10. Um, you can get Forza Horizon 2, I believe, is on there. Um, so there's some really good stuff on there. Rise, which I know kind of got shit on, Legendary Edition is under ten dollars. So I liked Rise. Definitely worth. Yeah, I, I did too. So definitely worth uh, checking out. And that's it for me. Okay. Probably not Rise. Not for sixty. No, um, no, no. But, no, but, but it, I mean, geez, it's yeah, nine bucks. Ten, yeah, ten, ten dollars. That's a, that's a steal. Yeah. Okay. Uh, my little bits. All right, Ubisoft has made some moves to protect itself from potential hostile takeover by Vivendi uh, by adding two additional members to its board. Frederic Dame, formerly of Uber, and Florence Naviner of Wrigley have been nominated to join the board at the September 29th general shareholders meeting. If approved, the increased number of independent members of the board would make Ubisoft that little bit harder uh, for Vivendi to, to control. Have, have you guys been following this? At all? No. no. Yeah, Vendi bought up um, a mobile developer. Was it GameLoft? They bought up a mobile developer recently with a hostile takeover, and they've been they've been edging in on uh, Ubisoft. Oh, Ubisoft's boy. trying to fight them off. Uh, Vivendi's the one. I don't know if you guys remember, but Activision Blizzard 
was under Vivendi, and they paid $8 billion to get out from under Vivendi's thumb (laughs) so they could go out on their own. So, uh, yeah, Ubisoft is doing everything in their power to protect themselves from Vivendi. We'll see how that goes. Are we on Ubisoft's side for that one? Yeah, I don't want them to be taken over by Vivendi. Hostile takeover? Hostile yeah, I'll takeover. be on Ubisoft's side. Yeah. And then my last nibble bit, The Witcher 3 is getting a Game of the Year edition. Uh, one of the few games that I feel actually deserve that title. There's a lot of games out there that get a Game of the Year edition that probably were nobody's Game of the Year. Well, maybe somebody's Game of the Year. But The Witcher 3, that was a lot of people's Game of the Year, so... And I'm playing through the DLC right now and really enjoying it. So, nice. Yeah. So that's all. Uh, my it's on my to-do list very soon. The Witcher. That's a big to-do. Yeah, but you tried to talk me out of it last week, and it, mm. it might have worked. Hmm. It's possible. Okay. But after I beat Doom, that was gonna be my next thing. Uh-huh. It's going back to The Witcher. Well, we got what a month till. Uh... It's a little over no a month until No Man's Sky. Is there anything else coming out before that? I think we go over this every week. I got my week. to buy list right here, Dan. Okay. I actually have it handy. I feel like there's something, something at the end of July, maybe. Uh, <laughs> I had two games on there that I'm not positive that I'm going to get. Kill Strain is one of them, but I think that's a free-to-play. That's a MOBA on PS4. Okay. And then uh, Song of the Deep looked interesting to me. Uh-huh. I think that's Insomniac. That's the one that's published by GameStop. Oh, okay. Um, and then August is No Man's Sky. Gotcha. Yeah. I know we have I Am Setsuna that's coming out in, what, two weeks? Oh, yes. That's right. Oh, yeah. So. That's for us Chrono Trigger fans. The wallet doesn't start getting super hit till September. <laughs> yeah. I better start saving my pennies and whoring myself out before then. Okay. How's your week, Will? It was good. Uh, I've been working a lot because I'm on two weeks of vacation. Um, so they like they pretty much loaded me up with shifts at work to, you know, work get me get me tired out for my big vacation. But uh, the Fourth of July, which is our father's birthday, uh-huh. happened. Corey caught uh-huh. a Bulbasaur. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Didn't even have to get up. Was he pran- prancing around in your in your guest room there? Yep. Nice. Um, yeah. So the Fourth of July happened, which for me it was it sucked because I had to work until four on the Fourth of July. I ended up getting out early, which was awesome. But uh, so I missed a lot of the uh, the happenings. But Corey and I have a story about the Fourth of July. Indeed, we um, do. Corey, do you want to tell it? Because I came in a little late to that because I wasn't aware of what was happening. Um, see, I had been drinking heavily, so my recollection, no. <laughs> my recollection is probably a little foggy. But there was six of us, I think, at that point in the evening, or five of us, five, six, six, yeah, there six of us at that point in the evening. It was about what would you say, like nine thirty. 9.30, 9.45-ish. Somewhere in there. Uh, and we had just lit off our last firework. Granted, what time did the sun go down? About 8.30? Yeah, 8 close to 9. Closer to 9? Yeah. Um, 
the last firework we lit goes off for the night, and uh, we're chuckling about something, and before you know it, there's this big guy with his shirt off standing Uh-oh. in the driveway just looking at us. And, Will, you're going to have to help me because I honestly don't remember <laughs> everything that was oh, said. No. But Dan, were you here for that? No, I was gone already. Yeah. I had no idea any of this happened. Yeah, so uh, if you don't know... The Mirtha 4th of July party is always, uh, I mean, it's calmed down a little bit in recent years, but it's always a big family and friend get together. Um, it's a pretty basic family party until a little bit later on, and there's more drinking, but it's never anything rowdy or crazy. It's always like good family fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah. never any trouble. So this guy's standing there about 9.30. We've never had an issue lighting off fireworks in the past. And we've done some probably stupid things we shouldn't have done with fireworks in the past but uh, oh, yeah. we never had an issue with neighbors or law enforcement or anything guy standing there with his shirt off and he says do you guys realize there's a nine o'clock curfew in the town in newark valley <laughs> and we're all just kind of looking at him and he's like you woke my two-year-old up twice it's the second time now uh and then from there well you're gonna have to take it because i don't remember the back do and I, forth and what he said so do, do i give full details of the conversation yeah, I would. Yeah, I mean, for the most part, I really want to hear the full details. Okay, so the first person to respond was our mother. Oh God! No, her oh. her answer was actually pretty good. She mm. goes, "Now we're really sorry that we're making a little bit of noise. It's his birthday, and points at my dad, and she goes, he just survived cancer, huh? and we're gonna be a little loud on the Fourth of July." Um, it's a big day. And the guy responds with, I'm just looking for a little bit of respect. Put a damn shirt on and shut up. <laughs> funny you say that. That is funny you say that. What do you want to do? What do you want to do? <laughs> I just show my nipples. Sorry. Mapes. He, had, he had no short or no shirt and tattered shorts. Of course. So my Give dad goes, now, are you the neighbor in the White House? which is by ours, and he goes, yeah. So then my dad goes, you have issues with everybody in this area. You went after the people across the street. Your dog is in our yard tearing apart our plants. Your kids throw mud at our house. Like, you have no right to come here the one time a year that we decide to make a little bit of noise to do this. And the guy said, yeah, there's the curfew. I demand some respect because you woke up my family. So I'm laying on the ground, and I kind of stand up, and I go, you need to leave. We're done. <laughs> and God, he looked at I me because he had no idea like I was even there because I was laying on the ground between two picnic tables, like so I was completely out of sight. Um, so then he kind of just repeated the same thing, and then I forgot what I said. I don't think I made sense to him or anybody for that matter. You're just like, Here's well, I'm like, you, you asked for respect and cause somebody said something along the lines of, you know, 364 days of the year, we don't make a peep. And that yeah. was my point. I'm like, you're asking for respect, but you get respect all the time from us. Like, yeah, I don't know. Fair point. Um, so he basically said that again. And I don't remember what our dad had responded with. Because at that point, I was getting ready to throw down. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Will's roid rage was kicking in. Well, I'm defensive of family. And no, that I guy, 
This is the I guy. Had to, I had to hit the easy tee ball. It's well, a this good. Is the guy. It's a good thing Eric wasn't there. It is because I wouldn't have helped us at all. It's a good thing a lot of people we know weren't there. Awesome, yeah. Chris. So, Sophie. <laughs> Sophie does not take kindly to that kind of stuff at all. Yeah. My one friend. So go at on. Work, go on. My one friend at work said, "I'm. Um, you're really glad I'm not there because he would have. He would have fought." But so like he said something else. This is the neighbor, mind you, who tried to get a neighbor's dog put down. Didn't he it's, shoot at somebody's dog with a crossbow? Yep, what? shot at another dog with a crossbow, got into a fist fight with another neighbor, suing another family for something with their dogs. Um, doesn't really watch his kids. Well, that's shocking. So, <laughs> like, I got another one you, on the way if you, I have to guess. You know the type, this, Eric. We grew up around well, these people. Do I ever. <laughs> that's the, the type of guy we were dealing with, which I'm glad like nobody really... Did like got anywhere near to physical because he would have sued instantly. Oh yeah, but um, maybe that was his goal. Yeah, he probably <laughs> right. was. So basically, again, I was like, just go, like we're done. So he ended up leaving, um, but he came over like to have a power trip, and like we just kind of cut him down. Yeah, fuck him. He left with his his tail between his legs. I think was said. Um, well, as he was walking away. Like, yeah, exactly. It wasn't even ten o'clock. We st- we right. still had fireworks going off in our neighborhood, which is oh, God, a yeah. much more suburban neighborhood. Uh, it was there uh, like eleven. People. There were other people that went for another half an hour. Yeah. Yep. No one cares. It's the Fourth of July. I mean, it's yeah, it wakes your kids up, but you, know, you just, just deal with it. Yeah, play, it's one night, one night yeah. a year. So that that's what I said. I'm like, who are you to like? come over here the one time that we're you know it's the fourth of july like come on you're not the center of the universe like your family isn't the most important to like and matter of fact i'd argue they're pretty close to the least important by the yeah, sounds of things like especially with like the type of person he is like it's like get over yourself nobody likes you oh L- literally my blood is boiling just listening to this Ugh. Yeah, it was, it was really. Sorry, frustrating. you guys so, like, had to I, put up with that shit. It was fine. We we kept going. Yeah. We didn't turn the music well, down for sure. another forty five minutes. We as just didn't light any more fireworks. Forth. Yeah, as he was walking away, my dad kind of mumbled a little bit loud, saying, "Like you respect is earned, not just given." Amen to so. that. You know, if the if the tables were turned, he would have kept lighting off fireworks. Yeah. yeah. Don't think I didn't think of going to the street outside his house and launching a firework above it. Right through the damn window. Like, don't think that wasn't if I asked that I could do that. Unbelievable. So, and mind you, it's not like the average age of everybody there was probably like 50. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Me like, and Corey were the youngest too. Rock and I was party. Sleeping, I was sleeping on the ground. <laughs> Will was awoken from his slumber by a shirtless... Jagaloon wandering yeah. around with his tattered shorts demanding respect from everyone. Unbelievable. <laughs> uh, it's funny, I told uh, Tyler that story, Eric. Uh-huh. And he goes, boy, you're really lucky Eric wasn't there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, yeah, uh, I actually my said My temper that. doesn't hold all that well. 
was me and Corey after it happened. We're like, we're not telling Dan and Eric this until the podcast. <laughs> I'm glad you didn't. I was at mom and dad's all day today. Not they didn't say oh, a thing. That's good. They didn't mention yeah. it. No. Wow. That was the first that's time surprising. I heard of it. That's funny. I'm glad they didn't. Okay. So that was the big Fourth of July fun this year. Well. Um, hey, maybe next year, right? Yeah. Yeah. Shit's going to go down. Next year. <laughs> uh, other than that, I'm going to Warp Tour tomorrow, and I'm really excited. Oh, yeah. Uh, Syracuse. They're doing the first year in Syracuse, so we don't have to drive three, three and a half hours. Is it at the fairgrounds? I think so. That's where they used to hold Hellfest. I'm refusing to drive because we have to use my car, so. Mm. Um, who's playing? Anybody I know? Probably not. State champs actually is. Oh, nice. Data uh, remember? No, they're not. They're kind of too big for that now. What? Yeah, they, well, they would probably play, but like they're in the stratosphere of big bands. They're like way above. too much cash. Well, they actually put on a free show in Philadelphia every year called mm-hmm. Self Help, and they get just a ton of bands to play. So that's cool. They're one of the good bands, but. I'm really pumped. I always love going to Warped Tour every year. It sucks it's going to be 90 tomorrow, though. Yeah, it's supposed to be 100 down here the next four days. Ugh. And, I mean, you could cut the humidity with a butter knife. <laughs> yeah. Thank goodness for air conditioning, huh? Oh, she runs at 68. Nice. All day. Yep. We have two in our windows that that run 24-7. Yeah. And it's still cheaper than paying yeah. for heat in the wintertime. Yeah. <clears throat> Okay. That's all for me. Try not to get sunburned well. You remember my neck, right? Yeah, yeah. That one year? Yep. The purple and orange gash. Yeah, it was pretty... Sun blister. I'm just worried about your pecs getting blistered, Will. Uh, I know you'll be showing off the bot out there. I'm going to wear a tank. Don't Uh, worry. Sure. Nice. All right, Corey, what do you got? Oh, let's see here. I also celebrated 4th of July, which was nice. Um, I switched browsers from Google Chrome back to Firefox. Did you? Finally. Uh Uh-huh. And? I gave up on Google Chrome. Okay. Uh, My laptop, as of a couple weeks ago, every time I clicked the Google Chrome icon, it took... Not exaggerating here, like 15 minutes for it to open up. I was like, oh, that's weird. And I tried to, like, clean it out. There's, like, a tool you can run to clean out all the extra crap. Uh, I tried disabling extensions, like, doing all that stuff, and it just didn't make a difference. So I'm like, all right, I'll just delete it and reinstall it. That didn't make a difference. It wouldn't install for whatever reason. So I was like, all right, I'll just use Firefox on my laptop. Uh, And then not a week later, this week, uh, using Google Chrome on my desktop, started to run real crappy every time i had more than four or five tabs open it'd get kind of sluggish uh it'd stall up every now and again and uh same type of deal and i'm thinking maybe you know computer virus of some kind somewhere something coming off the browser but i you mean i did all the scans and everything and couldn't find any anything and everything else seems to be working okay uh so i was just like all right See, guess I, I don't need Google Chrome. I have that same problem with Firefox. I don't have a favorite. I'm not. I'm not one to pick favorites. I, yeah. I use them all. I use. I use Firefox for thumbstick athlete stuff, and I use Google Chrome for like my personal web browsing. Right. Um, for for remembering passwords and stuff, it's just easier to do it that way. 
Yeah. Um, no, that yeah, that's multiple right. tabs always freeze up on on Firefox huh. for me. I haven't had that issue yet. Yeah. It was just starting to happen with Google Chrome. I don't know. Like I cleared the cache. I did all that that stuff. It's uh, you know Google searched what can I do to just couldn't find a, a good answer. So I was just like, like you said, I'm not partial to one or the other. I think they both have their ups and downs. Um, and just go back to Firefox. Plus, it's better for privacy. Let's be fair. Uh-huh. Yeah. But it's weird using an internet browser that knows nothing about me. <laughs> yeah. And you don't even realize the stuff that Google is feeding you. Yeah. Because it knows what you're looking for. Weirdly specific ads. Weirdly specific ads. Like, even doing searches and stuff, it's bizarre. Yeah. Uh, like, even on YouTube, doing YouTube searches, I'm t- like, when I was using Chrome... I just type in the name of the the video game I wanted to play gameplay of when we're doing this podcast, and like the top top ten hits would be the type of video I want to watch. Uh, now, when I do it in Firefox, it's not like I have to scroll down to find the one I want, or just type in gameplay after the name of the the game. Uh-huh. Uh, it's it's pretty weird, huh. but also interesting. I don't know, and strangely strangely liberating. Yeah, because now Google doesn't know every single thing i'm doing at all times nice out of the ecosystem out of board just go off the grid i pretty much i mean well not not really but i could be i do have the tor browser i never use it i yeah i i tinkered around with the tor browser too just because i thought it was interesting i'm pretty sure just by using it you get put on a list somewhere (laughs) probably that that's how much it's associated with nefarious things yeah the only other thing i want to talk about was i got back into my netflix animes i finished watching knights of sidonia that's really good Mm -hmm. it's it's like battlestar galactica in anime form i don't know i really enjoyed it and then i started watching a newer one uh seven deadly sins i think they're on or season two of that is coming out this month and that's a, like, it's fantasy setting Dragon Ball Z, I think would be the best mashup I can I can give. Uh-huh. It's pretty cool. I like it. I like it quite a bit. But that's my little anime check-in. Uh-huh. Oh, for Netflix, uh, Marco Polo Season 2 just came out. So I'm going to watch go. that at some point. Mm-hmm. So that's really the only other show I watch other than yeah. Game of Thrones. Okay. Anything else, Corey? Nope, that's it. All right, what do you got, Eric? Uh, just a couple things I wanted to talk about, Dan. The new Blink-182 album came out this week, yeah. which I have been listening to damn near nonstop. Mm-hmm. I decided that Blink-182 is the Rocket League of bands because they're the only one I always go back to, uh-huh. and I always love every time I go back to them. And I'm really happy to report that that hasn't changed for me, even though Tom left. Oh, good. Yeah. I really like the new guy. I think he's got a cool voice. Uh, they still sound like Blink-182 to me. Yeah. Um, I really like the new album a lot. I keep hearing that one song, their their first single. Is it Bored to Death? Bored to Death, yeah. I okay. hear that on the radio a lot, and I really like that song. Yeah, it's a good song. It's not my favorite one on the album, but it's a oh, good one. Nice. Um, but yeah, the, I like the album a lot overall. Okay. What is your favorite song on it, Eric? Uh, I have a few... Let me just pull it up here really quickly. Okay. I like She's Out of Her Mind, No Future, and Left Alone. 
Those are my favorites. Left Alone is my favorite one. Yeah, it's a great song. Um, is Bored to Death, have you ever, like, listened to the lyrics? No. I think it's about having sex and not lasting very long. <laughs> okay. I'll try to remember that next time I hear it on the radio. I would not put it past Mark to write Nor would I. like that. I think that's what it's about. Okay. <laughs> Check it out and report back. All right. Um, let's see. What do we do? Fourth of July. I mean, we you know we don't we have a one set of friends down here, but uh, they're actually having twins too, Dan. Oh, funny enough. Nice. Um, but you know we don't really know too many people down here, so we we luckily we had the day off together, um, and the wife wanted to have burgers, so we went and got some burgers at uh, we. Were, we were going to make our own, but we went to Whole Foods, and they actually had a really good deal on the pre-made burgers there. Uh, so they had, like, uh, bacon and blue cheese in them. Ooh. So we got those, and then we made more bacon and put Did that put on, on top? it. Yeah, oh, yeah. And then we nice. had uh, bacon cheese fries that my wife made, fried them in the bacon grease. I know it's a shocker that I'm still even alive, but um, that was delicious. Really good dinner. Uh, so we we just kind of hung out, watched TV. We watched the, we checked out HBO Go, which I really don't feel like I'd take enough advantage of. Um, so we watched. I'm, I'm a big Amy Schumer fan, and we watched her stand up special that's on there, and uh-huh. I thought it was really funny. I don't think I've ever seen my wife laugh as hard as she did uh, at the last joke that uh-huh. she tells. Uh, that was really funny. Enjoyed that a lot. Nice. Um, does Amy Schumer have a show too? Yeah, she does. It's called okay. Inside Amy Schumer. Okay, I've seen some skits from it, and they are pretty hilarious. Yeah, she's she's good, man. I really like her a lot. Um, yeah. Do you guys care if I talk about the podcast thing? No, no, no. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So I was uh, cordially invited by one of our listeners, Savage, who has his own podcast. It's uh, Rocket League centric. Uh, so I made an appearance. I think it was their 21st episode. It's called Live from Manfield. Uh, him and the uh, the other host, Knox, uh, just kind of interviewed me a little bit about my interest in Rocket League, and we played a little game at the end. So if you're interested, check that out. It was uh, it was cool. Weird being on a different podcast. First time that's ever happened. But uh, I enjoyed it. I thought it went pretty well. So uh, thanks to those guys. Uh-huh. I'm actually listening to it right now. Um, so... <laughs> I How are you was, doing that? What's, well, not right now, but like, oh, okay. I was listening to it today, but there was a Steve Dangle, uh, and I live for their podcast, so what's like, Steve I, Dangle, it's a hockey podcast. Oh, okay. Um, so I got to the part where they're talking about the new patch. Okay. So. Yeah, yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. It was fun. Good questions. Mm-hmm. Some good questions about Rocket League. So. Uh, yeah, I think that's it for me. Okay. Nice. Um, I don't think I have anything, anything to add. Uh, 4th of July. We, unfortunately, we, we left early because my kids right around eight o'clock, uh, get to be hard to manage a little bit. So that's usually about when we pack up and leave. So yeah, we left between eight and eight thirty. So we didn't see the, uh, the, uh, altercation, if you will, a little bit later yeah. on. So. Uh, Marco Polo, yeah, Game of. Th- uh, me and my wife are rewatching Game of Thrones. We just watched the Reigns of Castamere episode last night. It's still hard to hard to swallow, even though I've seen it three times now. But 
Yeah, Cor or Will. What's up? When are we doing uh, Sif and Gone for the first episode? Um, so no, come we, on, you putts. We can probably do it. Let's see, probably Friday, Saturday, Sunday area. I can do it. I'm gonna be home, so all right. Because I leave for yeah. Edmonton in on Tuesday. Yeah, I so. know you're going to Edmonton. I forgot to even bring that up. Yeah, I'm going to see Allison and Neil nice. and Ryan and Gordy and Trudeau. Yeah, Justin Trudeau. So yeah, I can do it with, like in the, within the next three days, probably. I just have to rewatch it. Did you get through the whole thing? No, I fell asleep. Right. <laughs> it was enticing. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. All right, well, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back with what we played in just a moment. Welcome back, everybody. Episode 259 of the Thumbstick Athlete Podcast. We are now in what we played. Eric, we'll get started with you. What would you play? All right. Let's talk a little bit more about Uncharted 4, Mm -hmm. I guess. Yeah. Uh, You know what my main issue is with Uncharted 4 is that I found the ending to be very underwhelming. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, I don't feel like anything happened. Uh, That's a spoiler. Yeah, I can't really retort without spoiling. There's nothing to spoil. That's a spoiler in itself, Eric. (laughs) Tough shit. It just kind of ended? I mean, no, but yeah. Okay. There are a couple things that happen that I guess could be considered spoilers. Oh, that's not what I want. But, like, nothing really happened. I guess a lot of the big stuff <laughs> happened before the ending, like... But what was the big stuff? Do we want to talk spoilers here? We can just say it. It's up to Corey, you. Dan, it's are you good you with just... that? Yeah, I don't care. Uh, yeah, I don't care. Okay. okay. This, this is going to be spoiler heavy, sorry. So skip ahead. I'll tell you what. I'll put a time on it, and I'll say you can talk about spoilers for one minute. So if you don't want to hear the spoilers, skip ahead one minute. Or do you need more than a minute? Probably more than a minute. How much you want? Five? Five. Five. Seven. Five. All right. Skip ahead five minutes from the point when I go bing. Not this time when I go bing, but the next time I say the B-I-N-G word. All right? Yeah. Bing. Okay. So... Basically, all that happens is Nate and Elena kind of retire into, like, National Geographic photographers, basically. Yeah. And they own this little business, or I guess it's a big business, where they they start to do legal artifact digging instead of illegal. Uh, They have a kid, which I kind of assumed was going to happen, because now that's their in for another Uncharted. Yep. And it's a daughter, because, of course, that has to be forced in there. And then the other thing that that left, uh, they could really go two avenues with Uncharted in the future. It can go with the daughter, or Sully and the brother. The hell's the brother? Sam. Yep. They kind of also give the impression that they're still out there doing their illegal artifact digging thing. But other than that, like, what happened? Uh, I would say you're right. I do agree with you on that. That the ending. I enjoyed the ending, but you're right. Like, there wasn't, like, this big, huge... 
a lot of payoff other than everybody being okay. The big stuff that happened was when you find out that the guy who was going to kill Sam if he didn't find Avery's treasure was dead and like Sam lied to you the whole time. I think that would be one of the bigger moments. Yeah, I guess, but like which is a big part Nathan, of What's the Nathan going to do? Be like, oh, fuck you, Sam. No, he's not going to do that. A lot, I mean, a lot of people like, thought Nathan was going to die at the end of the... Yeah, that something like I, that should have happened. I, I actually did think somebody was going to die. Somebody should have died, for sure. At least somebody. Instead That's just... why The Last of Us is a great game. That's what sets The Last of Us apart from Uncharted. I'm sorry, but I thought the ending sucked. Uh, I'm trying to remember everything that happened too, because I've beat there's it. There's nothing to remember. Mm. That's the problem. The game was climbing and shooting, like Corey said, <laughs> and then the ending came. It was a pretty game. The ending came, and I was like, "Well, it's a very well-made game. I will give it that. It looks good, very well-made, mechanically sound. The characters are there. I but guess to I... wrap up the series, like." Well, it's the series so underwhelming. is not going to be wrapped up. Well, it might be. Who knows? But it's it's just so underwhelming. Well, I don't know. I was invested with the characters and wanted them to be all right. Well, so of course I was, you did. I was pleased with that. Well, there's, I mean, it it sounds like there's no major change in any of the characters either. They're just back to stasis. Yeah, I know. But, like, yeah. right? it's called a thief's end because he goes into retirement. Do I play a video game to see somebody retire? <laughs> No, that happens in real life. Like I, I play as, as something like this to see things that don't happen in real life. Well, yeah, I would say ninety nine percent of that game would never happen in real life. No, I know, but like the only part I gave a fuck about was what happened at the end. And like I happened. know what an Uncharted game is. I understand that it's all over the top shit, but like I didn't play the Uncharted series to see Nate go into retirement. Yeah. I guess that's kind of kind of my point. Like, <clears throat> it sounded like at the beginning of this game, Nate was retired, right? Yeah. Yes. And he sort of. <laughs> so you basically made a circle back to the beginning of the game. Yeah. Except and, now he has a daughter. And from what I know about storytelling, there needs to be, you know, the 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 protagonist <laughs> needs to come out of the story with having learned something, or having gained something, or having achieved something. And maybe he has in the sense of, uh, like, the plot, but as an individual, it sounds like no. No, he achieved having a daughter. In the... in the. Frame, well, they found the... Avery's treasure. Yeah, I mean, they found the treasure. Big whoop. Nobody had ever done that, Eric. Of course nobody had done that, but you know that. Like, you already knew that was going to happen, right? What I, what I wanted was something that I didn't know was going to happen. And I didn't get the, even remotely close to that. Like, you weren't surprised. No. There's no surprises. Not even a little bit. I, I, I don't. I don't know what to tell you then. I can see your annoyance because you you have spent you've played you oh, played yeah. all of them right. Yeah, to some oh, yeah. extent or another. No, I I played the only one I didn't beat was the first one, and I was damn close. Yeah, and well, at that point, it makes me ask like, well, why make Uncharted Four with Nathan Drake then? If there was nothing else to say about him. Sony. Exactly. Because all that game did was say, okay, Nate is retired, so next time we make Uncharted, it's either going to be his daughter or Sam and Sully. That's literally all that game did. 
Mm. Great. That's that's fantastic. I mean, it just felt to me like Uncharted 4 was supposed to be like a climax or something spectacular was supposed to happen, and nothing happened. Sounds a lot like Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, Indiana Jones. Yeah, no, I was I, I was going to bring that up, but I didn't know if I was way off base because I didn't play Uncharted. But yeah. Oh, we're know. past we're past uh, the five minutes. So okay. well, we haven't no. talked anything spoilery for a little bit, but yeah. Okay. And rant. It's a good rant. Um... <laughs> I'm with you. Based on what you guys are saying, I'm with you. Like I said, it's a very well-made game. Not going to argue that. All that stuff's good. But um, let's see. Other than Uncharted 4, I already kind of talked about Doom. I've only played a few hours, so I don't have too much to really say about that. And I can't talk about Inside anymore. So that's all I played. Okay. I can't wait to talk about Inside next week, though. Nice. Is that our episode? Yeah. Cool. All right. Uh, I'll talk about something real quick. Eric, I started playing SimCity Build It. Oh, my wife asked me if you'd played it yet. Yes, I did. I like think? it. I like it. Do you? Yeah. Um, How far are you, though? Level 10. Okay. All right. So, yeah, yeah I you really put thought enough that time in. <laughs> um, it's not bad. Uh, it's, it's, o- it's, it's okay, right? Yeah, which is kind, like... kind, of, kind of what I got uh, when you were talking about it. That's kind of the, yeah. the impression I got. It's, uh, you know... It, it's simplistic. There's not much strategy to it. If you're going in expecting a you know really in depth like city skylines type of game, you're not. You're, you're That's the wrong game. Wrong game. Yeah, it's SimCity light. I think for the thummies, I'm going to show up with a tape of everything Dan has said about mobile games prior to this year. Can I say something really quick? <laughs> yeah, yeah go ahead. of course. I never thought I'd be sitting on this podcast and hear Eric crapping on Uncharted and saying he likes a mobile game, Sin City. They're they're not there there's no comparison there. You, I know it's apples to oranges. What, everything you guys have said the last like four years. I never thought that this moment would come. I mean and if you ask is. me which one's a better game, I'm gonna pick Uncharted. Yeah. Yeah. I just enjoy SimCity killing a lot of time for me. I'm just wondering how much Dan is going to spend on Pokemon Go. I'm not going to spend a penny unless I it's spent money on SimCity. Unless it's uh, my free uh, Google Google Play credit that I get for doing the surveys. I won't spend my ac- any of my actual own money. That's re- that's reserved for actual games, Corey. You joke. <laughs> No, but I mean, we we I played another mobile game, Final Fantasy. Ah. I said I was going to. I told Eric I would try some city build it. I did, and it's it's You're okay. You're going to keep playing it, probably at least for now. Um, I I can sense it getting to a point where it's going to take a lot of time to do anything. I'm starting to yeah. get there. You just kind of build your factories and let them. Let them build things, yep. produce things over hours, and then go back. That's yeah. really, yeah. So it's it's already starting to like slow down a little bit. Yeah, I think I'm getting to the point where I'm kind of flattening out with it a little sure. bit, but we'll see. 
like any mobile game or even a multiplayer game, I'll probably play it for another week or so, and then I'll mm-hmm. have had my fill and move on. Sure. So, but yeah, it's okay. Okay. Go ahead, Corey. Final Fantasy? I thought you wanted to talk about Final Fantasy. Let's talk about Final Fantasy. Let's do it. I like it. Yeah, it's okay. I do. I like it quite a bit. And it's kind of cool to see the progression of Square Enix's mobile Final Fantasy games from... Uh, the Which fan, one are we talking about? The fan service game. So we're talking about Brave Exvius, but it, like I was saying, it's funny to go from uh, All the Bravest, which was anything but a game, <laughs> to Record Keeper, which was getting there, to Brave Exvius, which I think offers a lot more uh, depth in a video game uh, that is mostly just fan service. Because that's what it is. You're, they say, like, oh, you have the vision, which allows you to see characters from thing items from other dimensions and you get your 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 final fantasy characters uh all in one universe again just like record keeper which for me i didn't i didn't hate record keeper but i wasn't there wasn't enough depth for me to see a point in playing it uh there was no custom i mean you could customize stuff but i i don't know i felt like the the menus were a little overwhelming the tutorial wasn't great and like the linear sort of just tap 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 aspect of it i don't know i wasn't all about but at least in in brave exvius there's combat depth Uh where you choose what you want to do uh even though i think that game is best played like eating breakfast in the morning because the goal at least for me is to get my characters powerful enough where i can just have them auto attack until i get to a boss and then i actually choose what they're going to do and use their abilities and use espers and stuff like that uh, but you can actually go out and explore and move your character around, and they do a great job of hiding things, secrets here and there. You can find hidden treasure chests. Uh, they do that whole carrot on the stick thing where you go up to a chest, and it's like, oh, you can't unlock this yet. And then you remember where those are, and later you find an ability that allows you to unlock them, and then you can go back and get those. And uh, there's just there's so many like items and equipment and and things to just keep you consistently distracted which is all i mean for me that's what mobile games are they're distractions yep. from something monotonous that you have to do yep which is why i've been playing some city too by the way yeah yep yep it seems at least that i've heard otherwise but at the start they're generous with the like stamina uh bar which is like your energy which is you know the currency you use to do things which once you run out you can buy more or there's other things you can do to earn more you can earn more through doing quests uh stuff like that and there's, like, several different kinds of currency that you can exchange uh, for other types of currency. I don't know. I, I read in the Touch Arcade review for this game that it's better than Final Fantasy thirteen, And I would I would honestly agree with that. Nice. I think the characters are more interesting. There's more depth to them. Their dialogue is, is much more interesting than it was in Final Fantasy XIII. Uh, dungeons, even though there's really not much to them when you're in exploration mode, uh, they still feel more interesting than what what they had in Final Fantasy XIII. So for a uh, mobile, free-to-play Final Fantasy game, it's kind of funny that I think it's a superior game to Final Fantasy XIII. But uh-huh. that's the world in which we live. Sure. Yeah, I haven't gotten very far. I've only I got to the first town, Mitra, is mm-hmm. that what it's called. Okay. Uh, I just, just got to that point. 
So. so you haven't even picked up any quests or anything yet? No, I haven't done oh, okay. anything randomized. You haven't, haven't I'm still much. I'm did still you... kind of confused by a lot of it. Did you summon anybody? No. Uh, is uh... that when you pick a friend or whatever to or you you when you're going into a battle you pick from a list of people to have go, go with you? Right. Well, that uh is an interesting thing. So for every quest that you go on, story quest, um the vortex stuff, I think you can as well. You can summon another player character's character, mm-hmm. kind of like a Dragon's Dogma kind of thing. Yeah, um, and that's that's fun because you can get really good characters that way. Yep. Even though you have to pay like friend points or something like that. Uh, but once, like I've had, I have like thirty friends now, because once somebody recruits you, then they can send a friend request to you, and vice versa. Uh-huh. So I have like the max number of friends because there's a daily every day there's a quest like send gifts to five of your friends. And people just send like twenty coins or something, um, so there's that aspect of it. But yeah, you can you can summon other people's characters, and if they're your friend, they get more friend points from you or something like that. I, I haven't really figured out how that works, uh, but it's a good way to see the other characters that are currently in the game, like X Death and Gullif from Final Fantasy V, I think, in like Kane and all those characters. But uh, the reason why I ask you about the summons. Because before I started playing, I was on a Reddit post that gave a lengthy write-up on how to, like, re-roll to get the most out of your characters from the start. Uh So if you play this early, you get extra summon tickets as, like, a founder's pack kind of thing. You get ten summon tickets for free. Ten rare summon tickets, so you can summon rare characters. uh, And it it... this Reddit post I read ranked like which characters you want. And if you don't get certain characters, you're best off just like starting it all over again and going through the tutorial again and trying again. Uh, and just like re-rolling so you get certain really good characters. Uh, but I didn't, I just went with what I got the first time, which wasn't that good. Um, the best character I got was Sabin. Okay. Who's a three star character. And that star ranking is indicative of how much they can level up. Mm-hmm. Um, Who's like really bad? Well, there's there's rare characters and then there's uncommon characters. They do that whole tier thing, and the uncommon ones are really cheap to summon, but they're not very good. I got uh, oh heck, what's the guy's name? Setzer. Okay, so part of the founders pack, they give you Terra Biggs and Wedge Magitech armor version. Wow! But what you can do is when you get those characters, you can choose one character to enhance and use similar characters to consume and then they level up your character. So I got two versions of... I can't think of the guy's name now. Riker? Is it Riker? Dan Riker? <laughs> Riker from Star Trek? No, I don't know. Uh, I got two versions of one character and you can just combine them and that will increase the abilities of one. So. That's hmm. There's a lot going on in the game. There is. There's. It's uh, baffled me to this point. Yeah, but I haven't played that much of it. So, but so far for me, like the new stuff that's not just fan service is interesting enough, yeah. and uh, I think the music's really good. Yeah, you know, there's enough. There's enough going on to keep you entertained. Like I said, they do such a good job of like hiding secrets and stuff, and you're rewarded for exploration by like finding items and finding quests and all that good stuff. Give it a shot. It's free. It's a good pooping game. Definitely a good pooping game. Okay. 
Uh, Eric, yep. did you have anything else you want to talk about for what you played? No, that was it. I also played the the Final Fantasy mobile game. Uh-huh. Um, Just briefly. Yeah, I mean, it's all right. Yeah, I didn't play too awful much. I played like three or four battles. Uh-huh. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. It was okay. I enjoyed what I played. I'm not, obviously, a super big fan of those kinds of games, but I was into, into it. Yeah, Certainly that's... Certainly no SimCity build it. That's a good point. I don't know if I'd recommend it to people who... Um, aren't familiar aren't, with those characters. Yeah, aren't familiar with a lot of the Final Fantasy universe stuff and aren't interested in it. Sure. Who's Rain from Final Fantasy? He's the, the, the new, new guy. Character. Gotcha. For that game, Brave Exvius. Rain and Laswell. All right. Mm-hmm. Okay, what else you got, Corey? That's it. Uh, we can always talk more Rocket League. Yeah. Oh, what a great game. <laughs> It is really good. I, I've, I've still been playing way too much Rocket League. I'm up to, I think, almost 170 hours on PC. Nice. I should try and tally up as close of a, an estimate as I can across three platforms. Uh, I did, I should say, I've run into a bit of an issue with ranking up. And I, I went on the Rocket League subreddit. And I'm not the only one. A lot of people, they're calling it, like, Prospect Elite Hell. Like, once you get stuck there, good luck getting out of it. Mm. It's uh, apparently really difficult to to rank up from there. And I was playing solo duels, and I was playing this guy, and he's like, what's your rank? And I told him Prospect Elite, and he's like, no way, you're smurfing. And I'm like, no. And he's like, you're you're way better than that. Um which I don't know about. I don't know about way better, but I do. I do feel like I've won enough matches at this point, as opposed to losing, that I should rank out of it. But I just can't. So, and I set my own parameters for how I play. Like when I sit down to play Rocket League, just because I would play without stopping. Uh, but I like to 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 force myself to stop, and the way I do that is by saying I get two losses, double elimination, then I have to stop playing. But the loss only counts if I'm not the highest scoring person on my team. And that happens so rarely when I play. And I'm not tooting my own horn here. I'm talking about, like, the difficulty of ranking out of Prospect Elite. It happens so rarely when I play that, like, I still play for two hours sometimes. You know, like, the losses usually come because of poor teammates. Not that you can always blame it all on your teammates, but... At least, you know, a lot of the time it's it's me at the top and, and two people below me or one other person below me. And most of the time, the only time I stop playing is when I lose in solo duel because I'm the only other person and, and that counts and in my little world of rules. So uh-huh. I don't know. I, I've heard a lot of people complain about their ranking system, but you're going to hear that in any game. And it hasn't, like, upset me a ton at this point. I'm not, like really complaining about the matchmaking system. I'm not at that point yet, but I'm starting to wonder. Mm. Not like Hearthstone. Oh, Hearthstone is rigged. (laughs) Sucks. Okay. Rocket League is the best game ever. It's as simple as that, guys. It's really good. Search is over. Eric and I were just nailing layup after layup before we started. Boy, we were hammering on some noobs today (laughs) on the PC. Yep. Our first two games, we won 8-0 both times, didn't we? I think, yeah. 
If not, each of us had a thirteen hundred point game. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Oh, it was, it was fantastic. Felt good. Uh, yeah. Oh god. Yeah. Nothing feels better than when you can really show off on Rocket League. And then Corey up and disappeared from me. I don't know where he went. And I started playing with a friend of the show, Savage, who was really good at Rocket League. Boy, did I show my true colors when I was playing with somebody who was super good. Because uh, I think maybe part of it was maybe I was nervous. Mm. There's definitely something to be said for that. I didn't want to mess up in front of Savage and his skills. So you're trying to be too careful. He gave me so many layups, and I missed damn near every one of them. boy. He, he had 11 centered balls in our last game, which is a lot. I think I only put two of them home. Uh-huh. Yeah, whatever. But regardless, fun nonetheless. Always. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yep. And it's it's fun to go from those two extremes because, like we were talking about, and and like you talked about live on man on the live on Manfield podcast podcast. The uh, it's fun to see your progression in the game and realize how far you've come and how far you have to go at the same time. <laughs> pretty far to go yeah but i'll tell you what i play a lot better on pc than i do on console and it just runs so smooth it's almost a it's a different speed i was trying to explain that to somebody the other day it's just like uh it's not a totally different game but it's definitely it's a different speed yeah it's it's like you know how they always say when college football players go to the nfl how it's just the, the game is a different speed yeah i feel like that's how it is I don't feel like PC players should be allowed to play with console players. <laughs> you can actually block that on Xbox. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, I think you can Probably do it. A reason for I that. think you can do it on PC yeah. too. Okay. I think if I was a PC player, I would want to play nobody but console players. Right. Huh. Really build your self-esteem up. <laughs> uh, do you think that might have anything to do with uh, like distance, viewing distance and stuff, or is it just uh, a completely different feel? Because I know like some games I feel like I need to sit right on top of whatever I'm playing. Do you think that might have something to do with it? Whereas when you're sitting at, so. at your TV, you're like... But I know you said that the, mm-hmm. there's a difference, a big difference even between PS4 and Xbox One. I, that, that distance is closed a little bit, but okay. I, I sit pretty close to the TV when I play. Okay. It's a big TV, so... Um, it's mostly the speed for me because, like, if I if I was to go back and play PS4 right now, it would feel so weird uh-huh. going back to like just the the reaction time as far as like turning and everything like that is so much slower. Is it frame rate? Does the PS4 yeah. version oh, yeah, yeah. run at thirty frames? I don't know, but the Xbox frame rate is pretty bad. Is usually, it? it's mm-hmm. very hit or miss. Frame rate has a lot to do with it. It's just. It's just for, it's far more crisp on the on the PC. Okay. Huh. So. Okay. What a game! Great game. We should we should play when we get done. I can't, unfortunately. I wish. Corey, I could probably play a couple. Right. I shouldn't, but shit, that never stopped me before. <laughs> Maybe I should. We can, I mean, it depends on when we finish. But me and Corey don't have a. 45 minute to an hour game of thrones recap that we have to do at the end of the episode so there's no feedback either no feedback oh no nice. oh, so, so we're, we're almost done. we're probably almost done <laughs> yeah. okay i think will's asleep 
I'm playing XV- XVS. Oh, are you? Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, good. We uh, should be friends. We can be friends on this thing? Yeah! Side in a game center? Uh, you probably have to make a Facebook account. Yeah. That's not happening. Make a fake one. I, I have... should just have a Facebook account. Just just so you can do thumbs to athlete stuff. That's why I have mine. I don't use it for anything. I think it's ridiculous that you guys don't have Twitter accounts, but that's another... I've sworn off social media, hey, and I'm happy to be honest. I have both. Yeah, Eric is a trooper. Eric <laughs> likes to communicate with the listeners because Eric is a good employee of well, I'm Thumbstick the P- I'm the PR guy. I have to. Yeah, I can Eric is listeners. Like yeah. just in the chat. Mm-hmm. Eric is our chairman of public relations. <laughs> uh, did you play anything else, Corey? Oh, you know what else I want to talk about? I quit Rise of the Tomb Raider. Did you? What? Uh, sort of bad timing. I played a little bit yesterday. This was after the long weekend of drinking, and I was so beat. Uh, and I hadn't played it in four or five days, and I left off at a part where it's really combat heavy. It's like a I go through like a fence, and then they turn the lights on me, and then I have to fight all these guys. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't fully remember all the controls to do everything quickly, and I just kept getting killed. And I'm just like, is this it? <laughs> Brick wall? <laughs> For Rise of the Tomb Raider? And if it was me, like, last, any other year but this year, I probably would have just forced myself through it and enjoyed the rest of the game. But I'm just like, eh. As much as I like Rise of the Tomb Raider, it's it's not an indictment of that game. It's just... You should have played with keyboard and mouse, Corey. Eh. Because then the controls are pretty much the same for anything you play. Yeah. Makes it easier to remember. Man, yeah. Corey, that's just sad. Well, you need to get a decent mouse first. Ah, are you still always, are you still I'm using always... one of these? Yeah, it's, got, it's, it's wired. Still, you'll know you'll it's, it makes a huge difference. I just think I'll always be if if I'm able to a controller person. Yeah. Sure. I just prefer to be able to sit back with the controller on my lap. And that's, you know. Um, have you seen me when I play with keyboard and mouse, how I sit? I'll have to tell no. Val take a picture. Because no. I sit with my feet kicked up and my keyboard in my lap. And I have mm-hmm. my arm on the desk right here. It's so comfortable. Uh, speaking it. of which, we just had uh, we had a desk made for me. Oh. And uh, we bought, we had the legs measured and everything. So that it'll be at the perfect height for my ergonomic correctness. For posture. For my- computer yeah and the chair based on the chair that i have so that'll be nice cool be a little more comfortable plus this chair is supposed to recline and i didn't realize that till a couple years after i owned it uh but friend of the show jared uh, is the one that put this chair together and it just never reclined when he put it together so (laughs) i don't know i don't know what he did lever on the side There's a lever on the side? Yeah, if you pull it, I think. Pull it out, it should recline. Shut up. Is that all? Usually. No. The same lever you used to raise it? Yeah, if, it? yeah. If you I think you pull, pull it, out, it out pull it out or push it in. Do I have to be on it? I don't I think so. I don't know. I just had this issue the other day because mine started reclining way back. Yeah. And that's what it was. Has it ever scared you when you lean back and you feel like you're going yeah. backwards? Yeah. Yeah, the first time I sat in it the other day. Uh-huh. I nearly shit myself. Yep. 
Oh my god. <laughs> Problem solved. It works. He did it right. Or he Holy it. crap. All these years you've been, all these years you've been blaming Jared <laughs> for your chair not working and it was you just the lever on the apology. side. You know what's even best about it? It's not the same lever. There's a different lever on oh. the other side that I just never realized was there. There you go. Holy crap. Oh, we're definitely Rocket League tonight, Dan. <laughs> oh, there you go. Just lean back. This is a celebration. Okay. Well, I'm glad we got that sorted, at least. You guys are smart. You know what? I even looked on the internet to make sure I wasn't doing something wrong. Really? Yeah. Wow. And I found nothing. Huh. I don't know. Anyway, anywho, did you play anything else, Corey? No. Will, what do you got? Uh, to be honest, I don't think I really played anything this okay. week other than, than some chill. Word. Uh, yeah, the only thing I played other than the couple of mole games that I played was... I, I played a few hours of The Witcher. Not that much. It's, it was a busy weekend, obviously, and then the, the, the 4th of July, and then, uh, you know, early recording day this week, so... I probably played maybe three hours of The Witcher. I'm still working on the Hearts of Stone expansion stuff, which is all really good so far. Um, it's a easy recommend for ten bucks. I think I think uh, Hearts of Stone is ten, and then uh, Blood and Wine is twenty. But if you get the season pass or whatever, it's I think it's twenty five. Yeah, it you was think 25. the the Blood and Wine stuff is better than most of the main game? I've heard that. I haven't played any of the Blood and Wine yet. Oh, okay. I'm almost done with Hearts of Stone stuff. I think that was like an extra 10 hours. And then Blood and Wine, I think, was another like 30 if you did everything. So I'm at 154 hours on The Witcher 3 at this point. Dang. But yeah, I'm I'm still still love it. So and that's all I played. So we got nothing else, right? No feedback still? That's it, sir. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's probably because we recorded a day early this week. Uh, Thursday next week? We can tell ourselves that's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it is. Uh, Holiday well, week. Well, no, I mean, that's probably part of it, but a lot of times people see the Facebook post, and that's when they realize, oh, I'll get my feedback together. But every now and again, nobody sees the Facebook post. So oh, yeah. So it's Facebook's fault. I think as of, like, 4 o'clock, and it was posted at 12.01, which is when I normally post it. Um, as of four o'clock, only fifteen people had seen it. So I think it was twenty when I checked before we started. Yeah, so there you go. It's the old Facebook bait and cool switch. Facebook. They want you to spend money for the to boost the post. It's BS. It is BS. But I think uh, this option still exists. You can set it to always show our posts. Right. I would have no idea how that works. I'm out of the it's, loop with I Facebook. Mean, it's, it's in a, it's buried in settings, or maybe not buried. I don't know. I've never done it because there's not really anything I care about on Facebook enough to always see posts of. But they, I believe that option still exists. Okay. Uh, yeah. So next week we will be doing our episode on Inside the Indie Game from um, Play Dead, and then. Likely the week after that, we'll do Pokemon Go, right? <laughs> I guess since it's out now. 
We could talk yeah, about our experiences else coming out, right? with Pokemon Go. I am Setsuna, but I think I mean we'll need time with that. That's a RPG. Yeah, so. that's the nineteenth. <laughs> yeah. So that probably won't be fruit till three weeks. first week of August at the earliest. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. So that'll do it for episode two fifty nine of Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host Dan. Merrick. Well, Corey. Thanks for listening, and get out of my basement. Yeah.